Good morning. Glad you tuned in this morning. And this is WNZN.org coming to you from Lorain, Ohio, 89.9 FM radio. And uh, very happy you joined us as we're still in the midst of this pandemic, but it looks like the light is at the end of the tunnel. Things are starting to open up in Ohio. And uh, yeah, and I'm very happy and we've got to use proper precaution, but nevertheless, we depend on the Lord. We pray God for protection and provision as we go through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm always mindful, David, that yeah. uh, Ohio is the only state in the union that has as its model, with God all things are possible. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Isn't that cool? So, <laughs> that really is. My name is John Murtha, and my good friend and assistant David Abood is here. Hi, David. Good. To, hey, John. Great to be here with you today. So uh, we launch again into this study, which has yeah. actually taken us a couple weeks because there's so much in the Bible mm. about this whole idea of a spiritual realm, mm-hmm. an angelic realm, a demonic realm. Mm-hmm. And as we approach it, of course, we just approach it with the scriptures. We're not looking, I mean, Hollywood and tradition yeah. and legends and all this other stuff are interested in demons and angels. Right. And Dan Brown's book many years ago later made into a movie of, by that very title, Angels and Demons. But what does the Bible say about these things? And that's what we're going to look at this morning. And the key here is, is we want to get a biblical worldview. A biblical worldview simply means how do we view the world, mm-hmm. both the seen and the unseen world, as it's revealed through the lens of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. For example, we know that there wasn't a big bang, and just with chance and time, matter came together in a highly organized fashion to create life, and life created animals and animals. You know, and then you end up with a human being with a conscience and self-reflection and right. language. that. We accept the biblical view that there was an orderly creation by an all-powerful God who was out of space and time that was able to create and make man in his image, which is a biblical worldview of creation and man. So the same thing applies when we look at this spirit world. The mm-hmm. Bible from Genesis to Revelation yes. tells us that there's an unseen world. Mm-hmm. We live in this world of the five senses, yep. what we see, touch, feel, smell here, but there's another world. And just like we have um, fellow human beings and we have animals and we have insects and we have everything here, mm-hmm. so too in the spirit realm, there's uh, beings. There's there's yeah. actually uh, these, uh, they're not physical, mm-hmm. although they can, we're gonna see they can appear in a physical form, but they are created by God and they are free moral agents. That means they have a free will. Right. We studied a little about angels a week ago where mm-hmm. they worship God. It said that in the book of Job where right. the, the sons of God, you know, appear before God, but they also worship when the, the God was in the creation of the mm-hmm. whole world. The morning stars, you know, worshiped and shouted praise. But now let's look at this whole thing of, um, we touched on this last week a bit, David, about Satan, yes, origin, um, his role, mm-hmm. uh, his influence, and when there's two different, so to speak, influences in the life of a believer, a Christian that is, and an unbeliever, mm-hmm. and we're going to see there's two different approaches. Uh, where the Bible clearly says we're not ignorant of the enemy's strategy, so we can use into the Bible. We can figure out a couple of things about this. Yeah, but we said it started in uh, a little hints of this are in Isaiah chapter. 14 as well as Ezekiel 28. Mm-hmm. He was highly exalted, cherub, you know. Yeah. He, you may even have the scripture there, David. 
which told about this uh, being that, that was very exalted, and he worshipped God at one time. And then it says that uh, pride filled him, and he wanted to be equal with God. Yeah. That's uh, Ezekiel 28 as well as Isaiah 14. It goes through this listing, and we looked at that. And as a result of that, when you go to um, Revelation chapter 12, it kind of tells what happens here. Um, again, we don't we have information that God provides through the Bible. We don't know everything about angels and demons, but we do actually quite a bit is revealed. And if you look at um, yeah, I have a John Revelation uh, twelve. Yeah, Revelation chapter twelve, verse <clears throat> seven, mm-hmm. uh, seven through nine. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Okay, so this really tells us a lot. Number one, there's conflict. And Michael, of course, Michael, the name Michael the angel, means who is likened unto God. And he seems to be the primary uh, um, kind of adversary, if you will, of right. Satan. They, uh, you know, these two angels, you'll mm-hmm. see the same thing in Daniel chapter 10 and in the right. book of Jude. And there's this conflict, there's a battle, and um, Satan is called, notice it says his angels. It says, yeah. war broke out in heaven, Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, the dragon, and his angels. Right. So yeah. this indicates that there's a hierarchy, mm-hmm. that there's um, different levels of angels, mm-hmm. and Michael seems to be way on the top in terms of the good mm-hmm. angel hierarchy, mm-hmm. and Satan a very high up. We're going to mm-hmm. learn about this more when you see powers and principalities mm-hmm. and these yeah. territorial kind of spirits. So they're in battle, they're in conflict sometime. We're not sure when this actually happened in the scheme of the universe and creation and all. But we know what happens. There was a defeat, and as a result of that, verse 9. Now look at the titles here. The great dragon was cast out. That serpent, which goes back to Genesis Mm -hmm. of old, uh, called the devil. Okay, The devil means the slanderer. Satan means the adversary. Who There's his principal tool or weapon, deception. Yeah, that is his thing. Mm-hmm. Deception, mm-hmm. right from the beginning, when he told Eve, "If you partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will not die." Right. God had said, "If you partake of it, you will surely die." <clears throat> so his key is mm-hmm. lying. Yeah, or, um, he's a father of lies. That idea of uh, yeah. non-truth, right? Exactly. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and he was cast to the earth, and his his angels were cast out with him. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, then it says in verse 10, Then I heard a loud voice saying, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before God day and night has been cast out. Notice day and night, the accuser. He accuses. Yeah, That's what he's going to do mm-hmm. when we look at the book of Job. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he's cast out in verse 13, it says, Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast out to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. So we're getting uh, into this whole battle, but I think what's necessary to see that it seems like when he was cast out, a third of mm-hmm. these angels that rebelled yeah. and chose to follow mm-hmm. 
were cast out too. Mm -hmm. That will traditionally, mm -hmm. Bible scholars will say, that will become the demonic realm. Those were the demons now in this unseen realm. Yeah. But they have influence in this world. I mean, it says already that they deceive. He's not just part of the world. It says that it deceives the whole world. And that's pretty oh, yeah. interesting when you back into this thing. Yep. Uh, it'll say this in 1 John uh, chapter 4. Yep. Uh, he says, We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Yeah. That's 1 John chapter 5, verse 19. So it, it's very important. Mm -hmm. You know, if you play a football game, you want to know something about your opponent, right, yeah. David? You yeah. played football. Yeah. If you go to war, mm -hmm. you want to know something about your enemy, their strategy, their mm -hmm. strength. Right. You know. uh -huh. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to be victorious. So, too, we as believers have been given information right. uh, <clears throat> to be properly aware of and on guard, yes. too, and we're actually highly resourced mm -hmm. as, as Christians, mm -hmm. we're not as non-Christians. Mm -hmm. There's a separation here. We're going to look at that in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, Non-Christians, it's different. And if you turn uh, to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, yeah. verse 4, we're going to look at it. And we're going to look first and foremost, the effect, uh, the, the impact, influence that uh, Satan and his legions. 2 Corinthians 4. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, David. Okay. Or you can start with verse 3 and 4. Sure. Uh, and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Notice that. Yeah. What is he called there? What's his title there? The God of this age. The God of this age. That's a, that's a, that's yeah. a pretty powerful title. Yes, it is. Now, he's gonna, we're going to see at the end of the age, he's cast out and cast out mm -hmm. in the lake of fire. But look at his power. Yeah. He can blind those who do not believe. Right. Do you ever wonder why more people don't believe? I mean, you got all this evidence in the Bible. you yeah. got the influence of Jesus mm -hmm. just looking at it historically. Yeah. I mean, this man changed the whole course of human history. But what is it that covers the spiritual eyes yeah. that people... And he's saying here, yep. under the influence of the Holy Spirit, Paul says, it's mm -hmm. Satan is has this ability mm -hmm. to blind people's eyes. Yeah, I mean, anyone that can look at this world and look right. at a tree or a squirrel or uh -huh. a little baby and say that was that just happened by accident. Right. That was just uh, there's no God. Man mm -hmm. is not made in the image of God. We don't have an eternal soul. This just happened. See, that's part of that lie. Yeah. That, where does that come from? Right. To deny God or to, yes. deny, to deny even the fact that there is a design mm -hmm. to this whole creation. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one of the ways, John, I think there, there's a couple. There's obviously vanity where um, he gets us distracted. So, you know, as you look at the sower's uh, parable with, uh, you know, in the Bible where it talks about the fact that some seed falls on uh, shallow soil or on the rocky path. Mm, let's and, turn there. Yeah. Matthew 13, David. Right. Yeah, go on. I, didn't want to, I just want to go there. Yeah, and, there. you know, I, I think uh, in today's world and even back then, he distracts us quickly. He tries to bring the word uh, away from us uh, by having us focus on ourselves. And one of the ways he can do it is with vanity. You know, um, in terms of, uh, you know, people talking to each other about things that they want to hear, but not really having deep discussions about who am I, why am I here, what is life about. 
because the world is moving so fast, that is a huge distraction. He plays fully. Uh, oh, yeah. He plays those cards out fully. And that's a way he can distract us. That's why when somebody comes into church, if you don't get other believers around them quickly, the message could be lost. Right. Uh, I mean, look at chapter 13. Look at verse 18 and 19. Yeah, so let me pull up Matthew 13. and uh, It just goes to the point you just made. And which David? verse? Uh, verse... Uh, 18 and 19. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. Notice, yeah. the word of God is the seed. Right. The soil is the heart. Right. And so somebody mm -hmm. can hear the gospel, mm -hmm. might even start being interested or curious. Right. But somehow the wicked one, this yeah. is the devil, can snatch it away. Mm -hmm. No, I, I mean, in a practical sense, this happened to me when I went uh, into the Army. I was in basic training yeah. at Fort Knox, yeah. Kentucky, mm -hmm. uh, in Louisville, outside mm -hmm. of Louisville. And mm -hmm. this little church group uh, came into the camp in right. Fort Knox, and the sergeant said, anybody wants to go to this church group tonight, they have a service in town, and you can get off base, and they got refreshments and all that. And I went, me and my buddy went, because we want to get off mm -hmm. you know, from training yeah. in the base, yeah. you know. So we went with other soldiers in this little church. I'm maybe 200 people. I don't know. But the the preacher was preaching mm -hmm. the gospel mm -hmm. really clear. Yeah. And and it was I was mm -hmm. hitting my ear. I was 19 at the time, but it wasn't penetrating. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? This is yeah. exact. Oh. And if I would have accepted Christ at that age, 19, rather than uh, eight years later, mm -hmm. I mean, how much you mm -hmm. know? I could have went further in my spiritual formation but it, this is the very thing that happened it's just like yes shoo, shoo. exactly why is it and if you know when i you and i were brought up the same way in a roman catholic church and we were server boys john we were server boys and i listened to the word during all those services kneeling down right in front of the priest and i never got it i i never got it and so you know it took a huge event in my life and meeting you uh, and the fact that my wife was already walking in the faith yeah. to bring me to faith, to have me start to look, it was a huge event that got my attention. And then I was blessed to get you right in after that to help me. If I didn't have that, I don't know how long I would have stayed on mm, the path. Mm -hmm. I, may, I maybe would have gone down a different right. you know, road that would not have been good for my family and I. But see, now so, that seed took root right. and started growing. Then you started seeing fruit. You started seeing yes. answer prayer, your children, yes. on yes. and on. It goes on and on. On and on. And, and, and that's, that's what he doesn't want. You know, it, it is very hard for people to understand, especially non-believers, that we have a supernatural enemy. Uh, but as you said in 2 Corinthians 2.11, that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. With the Bible, once you get the seed and you realize the supernatural exists, God gives us the tools to protect ourselves. Yeah, right. And, and I, I don't understand, you know, a lot of people think it's crazy talk to talk about the supernatural, but if you don't believe the supernatural, then you don't believe the Bible because that's the only way you're going to understand that Jesus was fully man and fully God. Exactly right. That's the only way to get the whole gist. Yeah. So you've got to be able to go there. Not to digress, but I think that's no, one of the good. main things when you look at these reality shows, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, Zoom now, 1.6 billion people on Zoom. Is that right? How, you know, it's crazy. It's double the numbers. That's a bit of a distraction. Mm-hmm. 
and that's exactly what he loves. You know, yeah. the enemy. That's where he goes to take keep us off the word or doing what we're doing. Well, how many people live their whole life and then die yeah. and not ever really considering the big issues right. of life? Like, mm -hmm. why am I here? Mm -hmm. Or is there a God? Or do I have mm -hmm. a soul? These kind of things. And the beauty of getting into the Bible, David, especially yeah. once you're you have Christ, you're born again, you now have capacity yes. to understand the Word of God, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you, I, and the, one, yeah. the, the Bible makes it very clear, those that do not have the light of the gospel, are, do not have right. the Holy Spirit, they're in darkness. Yes, now they, they could be good people, or mm -hmm. they might be well-intentioned, yes. right. but in terms of God's plan yes. for them, the enemy is out there, and he is, he <laughs> is about keeping people in lockdown. Talk about lockdown. He, he came, that's yeah. why it says one of the things Jesus comes to do is set the prisoners free. Right. Yeah, go on, David. It, and John, one of the things I, I know in my own life when I started walking with you, I thought, man, this is going to get easy. Yeah, yeah. It got, it didn't get easier right. initially because you will get attacked when you're in your faith. But I think one of the other things that's a challenge for a lot of people, when you start to take a serious look at the Bible, you realize what's being asked of us as followers. Sure. Isaiah 39, 11, not a lot of people want to do that. So in Isaiah 39, 11, children unwilling to hear the instruction of the Lord who say to the seers, do not see, and to the prophets, do not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us smooth things. Uh -huh. Let us hear no more about the Holy One of Israel. We just want to be affirmed. We don't want to hear what we got to do to be like Christ. It's hard. I'm okay. You're I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing everything we're, okay. We're not like, okay. Like Job, 25 times he said, I'm a good man. Yeah, yeah. Look at all the things I've done. Well, that, but, that's the yeah. beauty of the Bible. And that's yeah. why, why would men write this? Because yeah. right out of the gate, it tells you we're not good. Right. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're dead in our trespasses. It well, first presents the bad news, mm -hmm. and then it presents the good news. But part of the bad yeah. news is what we're studying now, David, right. is there's... Yes. It's not just our own nature that's, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're our own worst enemy, but there's an unseen force that's yeah. influencing us. We're going to see these yeah. instruments of influence uh -huh. uh, through media, through other people, mm -hmm. through all th that forms our, our mindset yes. right. that might we may think, you know what, I, I'm just a higher uh, degree of animal. I'm just a higher primate, right? Yeah. Uh, this world, you should just, uh, you only go around one. Go for it. Get all the gusto you right. can. Eat, drink, and be <clears throat> merry for tomorrow. It's Where does that come from? Yes. It's not from God where God would no. say, uh, delight thyself in the Lord or glorify God in your daily life. And, you know, all of these things where you, you could redeem the time and make your life purposeful. Yes. And, and again, uh, the, the vanity thing, even in John 5, 4, uh, John uh, 5:44. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from only God? Yeah. And and that is such a big problem, John, mm. in today's society. It all started with Facebook and you know MySpace and all those other things. We are so focused on what the other person thinks of us versus what we're doing with God. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and that's why it's, it's a big Jesus problem. will even say, what does it profit a man? Yeah. If he gains the whole world. I mean, yeah. really, you have a Facebook, a thousand million right. people and yeah. all these hits and mm -hmm. you, know, you get a have a house this big, you get a house this mm -hmm. big and then you get a car like this and you right. get a better car. Not bad yeah. things necessarily, but they're all distraction yeah. and all keeping us from the main thing, mm -hmm. which is somebody has well said, man's biggest problem on this planet is he doesn't know what he's doing here. Yeah. And that's 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 yep. blindness. Now let's look at some of the characteristics. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Of, um, yeah. Luke chapter twenty-two. We're going to see that the satanic and the demonic 
they have desire. They have passions. And if yes. you look at Luke chapter 22. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Luke chapter 22. I got it, yeah. Verse 31. Okay. Yeah, they have emotions yeah. too, don't they? Yeah. They're like us in, in some ways. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail, and when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Notice this. Yes. Satan has desired yes. to, to, right. to sift you with meat, means slice and dice you. Right. He wants to destroy you. Yeah, this, maybe, is, a, this is an important verse for a because, couple reasons. Because yeah. maybe he wanted mm -hmm. Peter to be so full of guilt that he denied Jesus that yeah. he would do what Judas did and go out and hang himself. Mm -hmm. See, Satan influenced and, and guided and was pushing him in that direction. Yes, he was. You see? Yes. And he wants to sip. That's a poetic term, but that means like slice yeah, and dice right. you. Yeah. He wants to just... Every inch of he, you. <laughs> that's why Jesus says in John yeah. chapter 10, verse 10, yeah. the enemy comes to do what? Rob... Yeah kill, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Rob yeah. what? Our peace, our yes. joy, our purpose in life, mm -hmm. our time, yeah. our family. Destroy a marriage. Destroy a mind through mm -hmm. drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and pornography. Mm -hmm. All of these things. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says in the same verse, but I come that you might have life, yes. salvation, and life more, more abundantly. abundantly. Yeah, right in one verse. Key. One right. verse. Right. We're, we're going to be challenged, but look what he just told us. Eternal life, but life more abundantly. But, you know, John, the, the verse we just read, it's also important to know. Some people are like, what? Uh -huh. Why would Jesus say that he's come to ask? Sure. So Satan's, at, you know, we, at some people, this is really hard to understand. Uh -huh. I had a real problem with this when I first looked at it. God is sovereign over Satan, right? Yeah. So he rules over him. Very good point. The devil does not have a free hand in this world. He's on a leash. So that he can do more than, uh, he, so that he can do no more than God permits. In effect, he must get permission, as in the case of the Simon Peter yeah, verse and we Joe. just read. Uh -huh. So people are asking, what? God's allowing him to do stuff like this? Mm -hmm. So it's all about his, what's, what's, do you think, and then this is where you really have to get into the Bible to understand that everything God does is for a reason. And it's not for us to question it. We, we couldn't figure out half of what he was doing anyway because his his uh, understanding is not ours right you know we, we don't we don't have that ability so but what we do have to understand is God has a purpose even when things are really bad for us because he's trying to prepare us for heaven that's why it's like he's like our general and this is real warfare yeah oh yeah you know that's what people have to understand you can't hide from this you're right you're in the game or, or whether you want to be or not you're exactly right so that's why you need the Bible to understand the tools you have to counter the enemy and his one third of yeah. the fallen angels or whatever it is. We're in the game. Yeah. We're here. That you know, that's the deal. Yeah. Uh, here's you, you yeah. can have all these explanations mm -hmm. about life and the purpose mm -hmm. of life, or you can go to the Bible and it gives you it yeah. gives you a true light and compass to live this. But yeah. we're gonna see next yeah. week, perhaps more so. Yeah. Uh, what power God has given us as believers. We're yes. going to see that next week. We right. might get to the end of this and see yeah. some of it. Mm -hmm. But look at some of the titles he's called. Yes. Satan, which means adversary. The Devil, accuser. which is slanderer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's called the prince and power of the air. The ruler of the world, of this world. Ruler John 12, of this 31. World. The God of this age, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. Jesus calls yeah. him, and John, Jesus calls him the prince of this mm -hmm. world. In Ephesians six twelve, he's called the ruler of darkness. Yeah. And Matthew thirteen thirty eight, he is called the wicked one. 
Yeah. Look at these titles. Oh, man. Titles, Dude. one after another. Yeah. But it's a little... It's almost like he's unseen. It's like mm -hmm. this virus that's going yeah. through the world now. That, if, if you... You're Good all point. susceptible yeah. to it, but if you have the right antibiotics, if you have the right, uh, mm -hmm. you've acquired the right medicine to repel it. Yes. And to be, you're not going to be touched by it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens once we accept Christ. Yes. You see, He gives us those uh, yes. antibodies, so to speak, uh -huh. and we have that strength that the virus cannot hurt us, provided we are not ignorant, because we're going to see in a moment that Satan has a strategy, and that. Uh, we're clearly told, I mean, if you look at mm -hmm. uh, First Peter, it, it talks about here how he is like a, uh, a roaring lion. Roaring lion, First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Yeah, it just says, uh, adversary, uh, he is our adversary who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Notice that. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is this guy's yeah. nature, this oh, being's yeah. nature. He wants to kill and destroy. Now, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can see this clearly yeah. uh, on a national level, on an individual level. Mm -hmm. you, you see these shooters, mass shooters, or these serial mm -hmm. killers and that. So many of them have an occultic connection where they open doors, yeah. they give space to the demonic to get in and control. Then you widen mm -hmm. it out to national leaders. Mm -hmm. Study Hitler and the SS and mm -hmm. these guys. They were involved mm -hmm. with demonic stuff yes, in occult. Yes, Pol Pot in Cambodia, yes. Idi Amin in Uganda. My point being that mm -hmm. these are... People can deny it, and they'll say it's a psychological yeah. this or that, or a sociopath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is real stuff. But again, if if you're an unbeliever, it's like going out on a football field without equipment. Yeah, it's like going to war without a flak jacket, without a helmet, without you're totally it's like exposed. going into the hospital without your PPE yeah, equipment, exactly. personal protection equipment. Exactly right. Are you out of your tree? Right. <laughs> that's why. You? That's why, David. This yeah. is why. People will there get into bondages, right. alcohol, drugs, pornography. This was, uh, leads mm -hmm. to affairs and mm -hmm. adultery and abortion and mm -hmm. broken marriages and hurting children. Yeah, we can say it's human choices, mm -hmm. but there's other influences that push and pull this way and that way. If you're not aware of it, mm -hmm. but if you if you come to Christ, you're, we're going to see this next week, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have the Word of God as a light and a yes. compass to your path, yes. and you have other people around you that can help, you go, no. Walk this path right here. Jesus calls the straight and narrow. And man, you're going to have a blessed life. Right. And then when you die, it's going to be even better. And, and, and the main thing is, John, Satan will not win. No. Christ has already dealt the decisive knockout punch. Hebrews 2.14, Christ took on human nature that through death he might destroy him who has the power over death. That is the devil. Uh, he, we've already won. Exactly but right. so the general came down and annihilated Satan. We have to follow the right general. Right, right. And, and that's what it comes down to. There's no other way to say it. No, you're, you're exactly right, yeah. David. Yeah. And this is where this whole thing comes in. If you look in, um, let's look at Second Corinthians 11. But I mean, his his key here is going to be deception. That I mean, that's going to be one of his main uh, tools in the so to speak in his. Um, yes, that's, uh, that's true. Tool, toolbox. Second yeah. Corinthians chapter yeah. eleven, oh. where Paul Paul is is really uh, uh -huh. praying for the people, but he says something very interesting. If you look at verse two, sure, uh, chapter eleven, verse two. I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as pure virgin to him. Next but, verse. Okay. But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent, serpent's cunning, 
your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Notice there's the serpent, and yes. what's his tool? Deception. Deception. Okay, yeah. then he says, For if he who comes preaches another mm -hmm. Jesus that we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit, yeah. which we have not received, a different gospel, which you have not received, you may put up with it. Mm -hmm. Now here's where it comes in, David. Mm -hmm. Look at, for example, mm -hmm. uh, how he says, that uh, this is going to come to you, mm -hmm. verse 13. Look at verse 13. He's going to okay. show us how this comes at you. For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Now look at, let, let yeah. me give you an example no, to the extreme. Yeah. Look at David Koresh with Waco, Texas. Yeah. He comes, he says, I'm a preacher. Mm -hmm. I understand the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. Come and follow me. Mm -hmm. And he's got control over these people. Perfect and how example. did it end up? Oh, yeah. It started yes. good. He's yeah. like telling us right. we're community. Once he sucked them in. That's yeah. it. Look yeah. at Jim Jones. Mm -hmm. He takes almost a 1,000 people to Guyana. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm an apostle. Mm -hmm. This is that. We're going to start a new community. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm taking that to an extreme. Right. But you notice how Satan gets in there. Yes. And he leads these people astray. Yes. For what purpose? Rob. Yes. Kill. Right. And destroy. Right. Now, look at They come as an angel of light. Yeah. How did Islam start? Muhammad has yeah, said, a he, said he had a vision visitation from, from angel or an angel. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. How did Mormon yep. Joseph Smith, upstate New York, yeah. says I was visited mm -hmm. by an angel named Moroni? Mm -hmm. Do you see how yeah. the enemy? The beauty of the Bible mm -hmm. is it's like putting on uh, seeing the dark glasses yeah. or something. You know, yeah. see, yeah. you can say, oh, I see that. I didn't yeah. see that before. Night, yeah, it's like That's, night vision goggles. Exactly right. You're exactly right, David. <laughs> The yeah, it, it's it, John, and so I I think it is so important. It it is hard work to stay in the Bible and try and digest it. But what we're hoping we're doing mm -hmm. with this show is that we want people to be uh, aware of what reality is, mm -hmm. what what the world's reality is. I mean, this is this is this is reality. Yeah, right. And so if this scares you into opening the Bible, then maybe that's the way you yeah, have right. to start. And I right. hate to say it that way, but you know, it's important that you know this is real and this ain't going away. As long as you're in the world, th this is this is where it's at. And once you wanna People have, uh, I think, a, a conscience that they know intuitively yeah. that there's more out there. Yeah, right, right. Th than just you know yeah. what we're seeing. Sure. And so from there, that that should really be a driving driving force. I think the other big thing too is when you think about how he comes in with uh, you know the vanity, um, with flattery, with blasphemy, where we think we are our own gods. Yeah, right. And we focus on, hey, look, I don't need any help. You know, I got the big house, the beautiful wife, the great family. Right. I got money in the bank. Um, you know, I don't need anything. Exactly. That's exactly what he wants. You know, the movie um, God is um, God is dead. Yeah. Is um, there was this image, and I told you about that. This this one guy was doing really well, and he went to see his mother who um, lost her mind with Parkinson's, and she couldn't say a word, and she was just talking to him seriously about the Bible. And she said, you better change your life until it's too late and the, and the uh, cage door closes. Uh -huh. Something along those lines. But the fact that you know the enemy could put us in a room where it's so comfortable, until the cage closes yeah, and right. it's just over, right. and you can't get out, yeah. you're done. Exactly, and you're you're going into the burning fire. And 
So for me, yeah, th- this is really some harsh conversation, but doggone it, we want you to know. Yeah, I mean, right. It's important discussion. It's, it's, it really it's is. bad news and it's good news. It is, you know, exactly. It's, it's like yeah. if you go to a doctor and he just comes out, you, you met with him, for, he does some ten, and right away he's coming out and saying, you got this, 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 and yeah. that, and you can be dead in three weeks. That's the bad news. But right. if he tells you all the tests, mm-hmm. and, he, and then he says, but here's the good news. Yes. If you'll get this operation and you'll take this medication, you can live to be another 30 or 40 years. Because he gave you the bad news first, yeah. David, you're going to embrace the good news. Yeah. And, and the movie was God's Not Dead. Yeah, yeah I it. made a mistake on it. But, yeah, you're right. And so th- there's some bad news here, but great news that, that Christ came down and loved us that much to save us and that he's already won. We just have to make sure we're in the right stadium. Yeah, right. And then he'll yeah, use you right. to set prisoners free. Yes. He gives you keys, so to yes. speak, to share the gospel with others mm-hmm. and to help people are hurting mm-hmm. and say, hey, look at this. Just consider this for a moment. Yeah. God wants us to have a full life. He does. He, he says, I come to give you life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Christ-centered mm-hmm. family or an individual... You know, it doesn't mean you're not going to have a hardship or a speed bump right. along the way, but man, you're going to have a life that's that's going to be a joyful life with peace. You're going to live abundantly with godly friends. You know, we're blessed to have you and Marie and your family. Um, you start to see things uh, happen in your life with your kids, with your business, with your relationships that you never could have orchestrated. Exactly right on your own. Right. Forget about thinking you're the god. There's no way you could have done this, and we've talked about this before. But with praying and being in the Word, miraculous things happen in your life. And he knows it's a challenge. He knows it's hard to follow his son, Jesus Christ, especially because we're so full of sin. It is a big challenge, and he does reward you. Oh, yeah. He wants you to stay the course. So look at some of the things we get. We're going to pick this up next week when we look at the... But number one, he gives us forgiveness. We don't have to go around with Uh a big guilt once he's paid in full, you know. Two, he gives us the Holy uh-huh. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't see the Holy Spirit, but you can see mm-hmm. the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, he's given us the Word of God. Yes. Okay? And then he's given us teachers and preachers and people yes. to help us along the way. Then he's given us the right and power of prayer. And he yes. shows us how to pray to see things happen, to see actual yes. physical answers to prayer. And yes. then he gives us other believers. Right. New believers, old believers, this believer. And, and you get to see how God's impacting their lives. Mm-hmm which strengthens the one body idea that he talks about with church. And the reason we need to go to church is because we're all made up of the same body. And he gives people different gifts that you can access as a follower. You have many gifts I I can't even touch. And it's been so beneficial to be around you and to share in your gifts. Uh, So it's important to understand that, what he will bring you if you put the time in and the effort and you shun the things that are tempting you to go down the other path and for follow sure. the other general, yeah. if you will. Yeah, for sure. Um, I but, mean, look at this again on the, the enemy and his strategy. Yeah. If you look at 1 Timothy um, chapter 4, 1 Timothy chapter 4. Okay. And look what he says just in verse uh, 1 and 2. Sure. The Spirit clearly says that in later times... Some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through um, hypocritical liars whose consciousness have been seared as with a hot iron. Notice he says deceiving 
deceiving yeah. spirits, right. doctrines of demons. So <laughs> the only answer, the antidote to mm. deception is yeah. truth. Right. A lie, you know, and, and mm -hmm. if you don't access the truth through the word of God, mm -hmm. then you're open to all this kind of crazy stuff going on out there. Oh, believe this or do that yeah. or take this pill or do that. You know, and it's it's just not, the, that's the problem. If, if people are walking in darkness, they don't know where to go get the light. Yeah. They just don't know. And right. they, they just walk, it's like almost like walking off a cliff. I mean, you know. And, and, and John, I, I think that's the important thing that, that you know, you've taught me when, when we are around people that are experiencing a lot of trauma hmm. in their lives. It seems like one thing after another. Sure. And you, you, you don't want to over-preach to them because you don't want to steer them away from the sure. Bible, which happened to me when I was a kid. But you, you almost feel you want to give them the gift. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is a gift to, to know this stuff. And to teach it to your children and your friends and your family. Yeah, right. It's a pure gift. Right, exactly right. So yeah. here we see some of the ways. So now we're going to look at how does he influence? I mean, can he um, kind of uh, influence even the mind? Yeah. You know, people have often yeah. asked this uh, <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah. Let's look yeah. at it. I don't know if we're going to have a definite uh -huh. answer, but let's look at, let's say, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5 for a minute. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5. Okay. And we don't want to attribute too much to the enemy, or then Acts, again, we don't want to be ignorant of his strategy. Acts 5? Yeah. And look at verse 3. Uh, then Peter said, Aeneas, how is it that Satan <clears throat> has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Notice he says, how has Satan filled your heart? Yeah. Well, how did he do that? I mean, did he, in other words, through lying or treachery, mm -hmm. did he open a door that Satan filled his heart here? Yeah. See, that's that's the kind of thing we're looking at. And, of course, this right. led to deception and it basically led to his death. Right. But it's it's the idea of how has Satan filled your heart? Mm -hmm. All right, let's look at it again. Let's look at John for a moment. Chapter 13. John chapter 13 and verse... Um, Look at uh, verse 2, chapter 13, verse 2. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to portray Jesus. I like that verse. That's the one I was going to ask you about. He, yeah. yeah. How, how did he get he, into Judas' head? How yeah. did he do it? Yeah. I mean, I, what what we again, all we know is what the Bible reveals to us, David. Mm -hmm. But the Bible does talk about, we'll study in relation to the believers yeah. next week, not to give place. Don't open that door. Now, maybe mm -hmm. Judas was embittered. Maybe he mm -hmm. was about money. And maybe that opened the door for this mm -hmm. more of a demonic influence to come in. We don't know for sure, but there's enough stated yeah. there that we should guard our minds. Yeah, now, it'll control say, all of our thoughts, right, Jan? Yeah, yeah. it'll say in Ephesians, uh -huh. take up, we'll look at it again next yeah. week when we look at the whole armor of God. Right. But beware of what, you have the shield of faith mm -hmm. to protect you against a fiery dart. Well, how does an enemy fire a fiery dart? Where is that fiery dart hitting? It's not a physical right. weapon, you know. Yeah. So can it's he between fire our a, ears? Can he fire a thought? Yeah, our or brain. A, it, yeah. We'll look at least at that's that's what I think, right? It does seem like there, and, yeah. and we put up faith, uh huh, uh, and it can block that. Right. So let's look at a couple more, and I'm not trying to make this a hard case, but I am just trying to get a scriptural. But, but what's interesting is we'll talk about this next week. Ephesians six seventeen and eighteen says, "Take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times." That's the best way 
to you know to oh, stop yeah. those fiery mm -hmm. arrows. And pray, then know pray, the pray. word of God. You yeah. can put up the faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, if a, a fiery dart comes into your mind, yeah. I'm no good. I'm a, yeah. a failure. I'm this. And you hold up the shield. And says, hey, mm -hmm. I'm a child of God. I'm in dwelt mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit. God's got a plan. Mm -hmm. You're putting up the shield of faith yeah. based on the truth. Right. And these, this is a big problem with people yeah. today. Their self perception of themselves and all mm -hmm. this, uh, the depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Put up the shield of faith. Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. We'll get into this yeah. next week. Yeah. Let's look at a couple more. Let's look at Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 22. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned. Uh, this is when Jesus predicts his death. Mm -hmm. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Now that's interesting because yeah, just yeah. previous to this, uh -huh. in verse 17, Jesus says when Peter declared Jesus to be the Son of God, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. He said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. In other words, it's not a fleshly mm -hmm. thought of your own, but mm -hmm. the Spirit mm -hmm. revealed this to you, this yeah. insight. Yeah. But just yeah. seconds later when he says, I have to go to the cross, I have to die, I have to go through all this. And then Peter comes up with this thing like, no, no, you're not going to do that. Far yeah. be it from you, yeah. Lord. And then Jesus says, get you behind me, Satan, yeah. You're in a, for you are not mindful. See that word? Not mindful of the things of God. So did he entertain this thought? How did this thought come in? You know? Uh, that's where we must guard the mind. And, and again, we'll yeah. look at this next week when yeah, we get into the protections. Yeah, control your But th this is how it happens. I mean, that's such an interesting verse. You see it when couples are fighting. Mm. You see it when a husband is abusing his wife. You see it when a, 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 the parents are abusing their kids. You see it um, just wherever you get this kind of evil reaction yeah. or activity that just seems like where did this come from exactly right you know what i mean and that goes impulsively yeah. right you may not you may, you get an anger yeah. and it goes to rage and you don't think well i don't want to slap this person mm -hmm. or hit this but if that impulse if that thought comes hit <laughs> and then all of a sudden how right. many people have done something they go i don't yeah. know why i did it i right. just did it you know? exactly uh, well where look is this coming yeah. from right uh, let's look at one yeah. or two more and then we'll start yeah, wrapping I mean, it up boy there. it's wow let's look at first chronicles chapter 21 First Chronicles chapter twenty-one. David counts the fighting men. Uh huh. Okay. Look at verse one. Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. Now look at that. Now David was not supposed to do this. He wasn't hmm. supposed to number yeah. them. But look what it says. Satan stood up against <clears throat> Israel. Yeah. And moved. What does your version say? Uh, and incited, incited David to take a census. How did he do that? Yeah, put it in his brain, huh? Yeah. So David said to to uh, Joe, uh, Joab and the commanders of the troops, "Go and count the Israelites from Beersheba to Don. Then report back to me, so that I may know how many there are." Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And again, we don't want to make too much of this, but no. we've been looking at. Mm -hmm. This idea of the battleground of the mind, mm -hmm. and somehow mm -hmm. these influential, uh, sinful, negative mm -hmm. thoughts get in there. Yeah. And again, um, you 
we're responsible for our thought life, but people, mm-hmm. you can turn over your thought life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And mm-hmm. these things can start getting control. Yeah. You're renting out space. Right. I mean, if you think of your of your mental state as yeah. a as a yeah. room, as yeah. series of rooms, you got yeah. memory, imagination, and you don't want to rent out rooms or give space to the demonic. Let a root of bitterness get. Let a thing of lust get in. Well, if you let those things get in, I, what the Bible seems to suggest, the enemy can get in there mm-hmm. and, and, and hold that territory. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give place to the devil kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, Pride, greed. You name it's it. All fill lust, the blank. It's all the same thing. But and, you want to yeah. fill that with mm-hmm. the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, whatever's pure, whatever's noble, whatever. Then you then it's a lighthouse, so to speak. You're, you know, you're you're moving in mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. but we always got to be on guard. I have mean, to we, you always because uh, yeah, there's a subtlety to this whole thing. And, you know, it, it's uh, it's almost like when you relax, when you are um, when you've had too much alcohol, when you're smoking the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. What whatever the addiction is, that is where it becomes extremely easy for Satan to come in. To your brain exactly and play right. around with thoughts yeah because you're not on guard it's like anything else would you go on a football field if you weren't ready you didn't have the equipment but you weren't tense yeah. and ready for impact yeah would you do that no yeah. you, or you shouldn't yeah. you're gonna get extremely hurt so you know it's almost like you know I I, I don't want it to appear like we're saying you know when you stand up, you're looking around. Yeah, right, 300. Right, right, right. It's not that kind of thing. I mean, you, you you can be on guard all the time, but you don't have to be that aggressive about yeah, it. In right. a sense, just be aware of your surroundings. Know if something's out of place. And just remember, if something does seem out of place and this is weird, I don't know how this happened, pray. Yeah. That, that's one of the best defenses we have. It's, it's almost like using the metaphor. We'll start wrapping it up here. Yeah. If you're going to drive your car from here to Florida. Right. Well, let's say you're going to check the oil, you're going to check mm-hmm. air pressure, you're going to check this, yeah. your GPS, uh-huh. and you're going to drive, uh, con- you're going to put seat belts on, and you're going to obey the rules or the laws. You know, you're yes. going to get to Florida. You're gonna, right. But if you don't have the seat belts on, mm-hmm. you don't have this, yeah. you're speeding, you're going through all kinds of danger. <laughs> You're going to be destroyed, or you're yeah. going to get arrested. See, yeah. Same way with this. The Bible has given us instructions mm. to live a victorious, godly life. Or if you don't want this, and you want to go down the other road, there's what the Bible yeah. says will happen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel that destruction in this lifetime, the ultimate mm-hmm. destruction is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's. You know, the, the, there's all this attraction. You know, Indiana Jones. Um, you know, the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's focused on looking for the Holy Grail. That's great. But we've got the Holy Grail. Yeah, oh yeah. We, have a, we have a version of the Holy Grail right in front of us. You don't have to keep digging in, you know, mine shafts looking for the tabernacle. We have an idea what's in it. Yeah, right. Let it rest, whatever the, the program is. But the Bible is here. We don't need to keep digging, right? Exactly it, it's right. right here. Let's let's open it up. It is a treasure. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. It's everything. It's, yeah. it's daily bread. It's a mm-hmm. compass. It's a light to our path. Oh, man. It's 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 a treasure, a treasure of mm-hmm. wisdom, insight, mm-hmm. knowledge, and once you get it, then yeah. you can become a resource to help others. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's real. I mean, anyway, you you cut this thing, it's it's the real deal. It and sure is. We'll pick it up next week, David, and yeah. we'll look at. We actually have more on this one, but I want to yeah. look at the the in the life of a believer. It's very different. Where our eyes are not blinded, mm-hmm. we have access to the Word of God. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We're going to show that God has resourced us to overcome the enemy. Okay. In spectacular ways. Let, Even listen. to the point where it says, 
submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, mm-hmm. and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. That's powerful mm-hmm. stuff. But we'll look at that and how do we do I that. I think that's awesome. That will be a great show. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. 89.9 FM Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. Yes. And um, thank you again for tuning in. If you have any questions, um, just uh, uh, we'll give it the number. I, I didn't give it out today because we're mm-hmm. not in the station. We're still in this kind yeah, of remote. lockdown yep. mode. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Yeah. But I hope some of this information has been helpful. And next week we're going to look uh, the impact or influence demonic spirits have in the life of a believer and how we can live victoriously because jesus says i give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and we're going to look at that what that means Wonderful. okay thank you David. have a good weekend good seeing you jan god bless you god bless bye-bye